Hello, everybody. The Democrats, they're doing a soft assassination on President Trump. Let's talk about it. or where they went, they caught 78 known terrorists within the beginning of this year alone. And hello everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Will Johnson and we are live. We are live here on Lindell TV, frankspeech.com. These evil people will never give up. They're never going to give up on destroying our country. And they're starting with President Trump. And once they're done with President Trump, the rest of the country is it. President Trump is like that last domino. You ever play dominoes? You ever set the dominoes up? And y'all seen the videos where you knock over one and the rest of them fall? They get President Trump to fall. The country falls with it. And a lot of people don't like to hear that, but it's 100% true. These evil people will do anything they can to prevent President Trump from returning. Why? Because they're nothing but blatantly evil. 100% evil. But before we get to the story about them trying to assassinate President Trump, softly, right? They don't want to actually, they do actually want to put a bullet in him. If they if they had the opportunity to put a bullet in President Trump, they would. But this way, they're like, OK, well, let's just make up fraudulent information on President Trump and we'll get it that way. So then that way they can just say he was tried by the court system because, you know, they all say that the left, the, the left always say that the right, the Republicans, they trust the law. They adhere to the law. See, the left. None of them adhere to the law. They can care less about the law. That's why they want to do away with the U.S. Constitution. But before we get to that, like I just said, McCarthy. It looks like McCarthy is not in a good standing. See, McCarthy made these backdoor deals with Joe Biden to keep funding Ukraine. And the Republicans, by and large, and there's a few of them out there that want to support Ukraine, but by and large, the Republican Party wants the funding to stop going to Ukraine especially while we have open borders, especially while we have fentanyl and child trafficking, sex trafficking of children coming across the border, while we have terrorists walking into the country. They want the government to protect and defend the American people before we start defending another country. And I've said it multiple times, this whole budget deal, keeping the government open, functioning, it wasn't the United States of America government because the Democrats, they want to destroy this country. That whole thing was to keep Ukraine's corrupt criminal organizational government running, not the United States of America. And Kevin McCarthy went along with it. And see, Kevin McCarthy being a snake that he is, he keeps saying, well, if Matt Gates is upset or anyone is upset because I wanted to fund the military, you see how he does that? want to fund the military or keep America going, then so be it. Then they, they would just have to be angry with me. But it's not about that. It's about you putting America last and you giving these Democrats 
everything that they're looking for. Look at this first one, with McCarthy, because he having a speech, and this was earlier today, where he said he's going, he's calling for the vote today. So this will be really interesting. He calls for the vote, and this is the vote that actually crushes him. That would be nice. That would be nice. Listen to this. It's like the Hotel California. You can check out anytime you like. You could just never leave. I'm from California. Um, we just had a really good conference in there. We talked about what we're going to take on the floor. We got our appropriation bills up. I'm going to bring up the motion to vacate today. We'll do it in the first series and uh, move through this. What was your decision? Will you still be Speaker of the House by the end of tonight? You know, if, if I counted how many times someone wanted to knock me out, I would have been gone a long time ago. So you yes. Yes. Can you explain a little bit about why do it today? I mean, the idea that you why not? Rip, the, rip the mandate <laughs> off here or what? Well, why not? You know, um, look, I think Matt has planned this all along. It didn't matter what we transpired. You know, he would have done it if we were in shutdown or not. Um, I firmly believe it's the right decision to keep government open, to make sure our military is still paid, our border agents are still paid. And if that makes a challenge based upon whether I should be speaker, I'll take that fight. So you're you see that? You see that he he does the same thing that the Democrats would do. He'll call, he'll say everything other than what is actually happening. You know, because the Republicans, the only reason why the Republicans will vote for it, because they want to fund the military, right? We need a strong military. They want to keep the the, the Republicans actually want to keep the government functioning at a limited, you know, capacity, but they want the government functioning because we have to have a functioning government or we don't have a country. But McCarthy keeps saying those same talking points, the same thing the Democrats doing without actually talking about the real reason why, McCar why McCarthy is on the chopping block and why Matt Gates keep bringing it up because McCarthy is not doing what he agreed to do. Yeah. And what Matt Gates is even actually calling for term limits for his own term, for his own seat. Think about that. He's actually calling for term limits and none of these Democrats, these rhinos on Capitol Hill, and some Republicans, none of them want to let go of their power. It's like they get their hands on power and they can't let it go. Yeah, well, McCarthy keeps bringing up the fact that Matt Gates probably would have done this even if the government shut down. But it's really not about the government shutting down. It's really right. not even about the budget. Matt Gates has continuously said, and McCarthy has sidestepped it time and time again, that he wants single bills brought to the floor, right? And he went seven days to look at it. And there's a whole bunch of different things that he laid out that McCarthy said he would do. He's not doing it. And so Matt Gates is saying, listen, everything that you promised us in order to be speaker, you are not following through with. Therefore, I want you to vacate. Yeah, he's not doing any of it. He's not going to do any of it. And he's going to continue to go down his path with the Democrats want. I mean, he truly is owned by the Democrats. I've never seen anything like it. He's, he keeps coming out there acting like he's for the American people, act like he's strong for the American people, but he's constantly caving and giving the Democrats what they want. And I, I mentioned this last time. If the shutdown happened, the Democrats would have came out. See, oh, Kevin McCarthy, he gave in to the MAGA extremists. He gave in to them because the MAGA extremists want to have safe and secure borders. That's the reason why they're screaming about it. The MAGA extremists, they want to stop funding this war in Ukraine. That's the, and of course, the Democrats don't acknowledge it. Kevin McCarthy bowed down and bent over for the Democrats to fund U Ukraine 
and continue to allow our southern border to be open. But Kevin McCarthy doesn't bring any of that up. You're calling his bluff. Yeah. What was your conversation like with Andrew Jeffries? Why did you call him? Well, I have to talk to Jeffries about a lot of things. We we talk every uh, every week. We talk sometimes during the week. We've got some issues going on, the Bowman. I want, I always try to let him know what's going to be coming to the floor and others. Uh, my, my only conversation with Jeffries, i got a lot of respect for him, you know. You guys do whatever you need to do. Um, I get politics. I understand where people are. I truly believe, though, the institution of the House. At the end of the day, if you throw a speaker out that has 99% of their conference, that kept government open and paid the troops, I think we're in a really bad place. You see how he keeps bringing that up? And of course, Hakeem Joffries doesn't have any respect. He, and what You know what, Shannon? He may have respect for Kevin McCarthy because Kevin McCarthy keeps bending over for them. So he probably has respect for Kevin McCarthy, but when it comes to the rest of the country and come to the rest of us that want to protect our country, defend our country, and stop and get out of this un, unfruitful war with Ukraine and Russia. He has no respect. He calls all of us mega extremists as if mag being mega, as if putting America first is a bad thing. That's the reason why they say that all oh, these mega extremists. How dare you put America first? You're extreme if you want to put America first. This is the most asinine thing ever. But these Democrats, along with Kevin McCarthy, they keep taking our country down the drain. And they're not stopping to do it. Well, here's Matt Gates, And of course, Matt Gates is absolutely addressing the issue of Kevin McCarthy constantly saying one thing when it's not even about that. They even asked Matt Gates, what is this personal for you, Matt Gates?" And Matt Gates goes, why is why do you keep asking me? Is it personal? I've been, he, Matt Gay says, I've been talking about this ever since he became speaker. I've been talking about this. It's not personal. What's the problem is that Kevin McCarthy is not keeping his word. He's acting like a demon crack. If you were to move forward, if there were to be any kind of agreement, what would that look like and what would you need to see from the speaker at this moment? Well, I think the die is cast based on the motion I just filed. I think the time for that discussion would have been over the last several weeks, but instead we, we saw the speaker continuing. To, I mean, the speaker did not just fail to remediate the breach of the agreement with the, he made with us in January. He accelerated the instances of breach. Like after I laid out the breach, he went and violated the 72 hour rule. After I laid out the breach, he violated the 100 million uh, no amendment suspension rule. So he, he seems to, to be reverting to the very unfortunate muscle memory of Washington, D.C. that has put our nation atop a $33 trillion debt. You know what? That little statement right there sticks out to me every single time I hear him say that. And, you know, it's not like really something big, but it's really profound. Kevin McCarthy has government mu muscle memory, right? The same thing, the same status quo, continue to continue to take the country on the path that it's on. The reason why President Trump won in 2016 is because it was not the status quo. People were sick and tired of being lied to by these stinking politicians. People were constantly getting tired of these, these corrupt bureaucrats controlling our country. President Trump came into play. All of that started changing. 
Everyone in America started prospering. Even the people that hate President Trump, their bank accounts were looking good. The four the portfolios were looking good. Our borders were looking good. We were respected across the planet. But they don't like that because that's the muscle memory. Remember, Obama went around with the apology tour, bowing down to all of them, bowing down, kissing their backsides. Remember, Obama did that. Because that's the perception that they want America to have, that America's weak. America will bow down, cower down, and give you whatever it is that you want. And Matt Gates just called Kevin McCarthy out for that same political muscle memory. That has led to you know, $2 trillion annual deficits in our near future and the rapid global de-dollarization of the economy. When you look at the BRICS system, you know, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're moving away from the dollar. And just in August, they added six new countries, including G20 country, uh, economies in the Western Hemisphere and Gulf monarchies. Uh, moreover, you've seen, you saw U.S. News say that the number one economic trend of 2023 is de-dollarization globally. This worries me. You all get all worked up that there's going to be some uncomfortable, chaotic moment that I'll feel pressure from conservatives or Democrats or whomever. I feel the judgment of history. I feel the weight of that. I worry that when the history books are written about this country going down, that my name is going to be on the board of directors here. And if this country's going down and if we're losing the dollar, I am going down fighting. And I don't care if that means fighting Republicans, Democrats, the Uniparty, the leadership, the PACs, the lobbyists. I've had it. I've been here seven years. We don't have a budget. We haven't had one since the mid-90s. I am through with it. I apologize for using that word, but the only path forward here is to have single subject spending bills that can be reviewed, amended, considered. And I think that is the responsible way that our legislatures all over this country operate for good reason. Mr. Mr. Republicans do you have with you in the House? How do you respond to Kevin McCarthy's claim that this is payback for an ethics investigation? I am the most investigated man in the United States Congress. I have been cleared by the FBI, the DOJ, the Federal Elections Commission by a 5-0 vote. It seems that the Ethics Committee's interest in me waxes and wanes based on my relationship with the Speaker. I believe that Speaker McCarthy is trying to signal to the Ethics Committee to pursue me. When I gave my Sunday interviews yesterday, indicating that I intended to file this motion to vacate Speaker McCarthy, hours did not pass before Republicans and members of the Ethics Committee were backgrounding reporters that they wanted to expel me from the United States Congress for bringing a motion to vacate under the rules that we negotiated in January after Kevin McCarthy broke his word. They want to expel me for Congress from that. So, uh, you know what? I'm built for the battle. I face down tougher than these folks, and I'll do it again. Mr. Gates, how many- you hear that? Right there. You know what? This is like... Has this ever happened before? Has this ever happened before? The last time a, a speaker was ousted was in 1910. In 1910. Yeah. And it needs to happen again. I mean, it really needs to happen again. And at first, you know, there was there was some people spreading the rumor saying, oh, if you do this, people that side with Kevin McCarthy saying that if you do this, all it's going to do is put Hakeem Joffrey in that position. But it doesn't. It doesn't put him in that position. Yeah, McCarthy has a list. I think it said like like six names. Six different that, people. Five, three to six. I forget how much it is. That will be interim speaker until they vote one in. So 
Republicans aren't losing power. And basically, they'll be there until they can vote another one in, which they believe would happen very rapidly. It probably would. You know who I would like to see as speaker? Donald's. Donald's or Matt Gates, to be honest with oh, you. Yeah. I if Matt Gates. Gates was the speaker, oh my goodness. Yeah. We would I think we would see such a dramatic change. We would see actual stuff actually happening. The Democrats would lose their everlasting minds. They will probably go ahead and say, you know what? Okay, we got to go ahead and kick off the war with Russia now full on. We need to make it look like Russia dropped the nuke. We'll drop it. Just blame it on Russia. Russia, 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 Russia. Right? We'll blame it on Russia. It would not surprise me because all the stuff that's happening with President Trump and all the other information coming out about Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the, the entire Democrat Party, the DOJ, FBI, would not surprise me if they were to do such a thing. Well, Joffrey's, he had to put his two cents in all about this. Listen to what he says walking through the hallways of Congress. This is a serious, solemn and sober moment. House Democrats are going to continue to put people over politics. And to Hold on. Right there. Right there. Going to have to put people over politics. You know, he talks like this because he's doing sign language and doing a very bad job at it. He can't say a word or a syllable without doing this. You understand what I'm saying? Right? That's him. He's a total idiot. They don't put people first. They put their own special interests first. They are wanting to destroy this country. And if that means destroying it so President Trump doesn't come back, that's exactly what they're going to do. Fight to make life better for everyday Americans. From the very beginning... That has been our objective, and it will continue to be our sole focus, delivering for the American people. We encourage our Republican colleagues who claim to be more traditional to break from the extremists. Right there. Right there. He's constantly labeling those that put America first as extremists. You know the type of Republicans that they like? They like the type of Republicans of Liz Cheney. Adam Kissinger, Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, uh, uh, at, uh, um, Lindsey Graham, right? These are the type of Republicans that they like. Why do they like those type of Republicans? Because those type of Republicans, along with Kevin McCarthy, they bend over and turn around and look at the Democrat and say, how long do I need to be here? Regardless of the pain that they're causing, how long do I need to be here? That's the type of Republicans that the Democrats like because the Republicans, those type of Republicans, they give the Democrats whatever it is that they want, just like Kevin McCarthy did. In the chaos, in the dysfunction, in the extremism, we are ready, willing and able to work together with our Republican colleagues. But it is on them to join us to move the Congress and the country forward. Thank you. You see that? Kevin McCarthy going to be the speaker after today? Are they voting against? You see that? I don't believe, you know what? Is there anyone that believes anything that he says? Do you believe anything that he says, Shannon? I don't, but, you know, I'm not a brainwashed liberal. So if he's all you're listening to, I guess so. But just when he says we're making things better for America, for Americans, Automatically, anybody should be like, 
well, wait a minute. I'm not feeling better <laughs> than I was three years ago. Yeah, my credit cards are up. My 401k is down. My savings account is empty. My gas is up. I can barely afford groceries. I mean, but you know what? Well, you say it all the time. What is that saying you say? Which one? Don't believe your lying eyes. Yeah. I mean, that's what it, that's what it really comes down to. They're telling us to believe these lies. And you know what? If I ever get the opportunity to ask Joffrey's a question, I'm going to say, how does it feel? I mean, how, how, do, I mean, really, do you, I mean, I'm assuming that you sleep well at night because you do it all the time, that you blatantly lie to the American people. You're calling me, Will Johnson, you're calling me an extremist, mega extremist, because I put the country first. He literally gaslights. I mean, Every what, it, what is that? What is that? I mean, what do you think you're, what do you think you're achieving by doing that? I like it so much. I want to, I'm going to have a t-shirt that says MAGA extremist because you know, if it means me putting the country first and th that makes me extremist, then by all means, allow me to be extremist. If it means me wanting to stop the, the, the trafficking of children coming across our Southern border, along with fentanyl and the terrorists, then call me extremist. If it means that I don't want to fund a war that we should never be involved with in the first place, then call me extremist. Now, I'm, I'll take that welcomely if and, that's what you call extremists. And don't you think, Will, that it's concerning that McCarthy can get in front of the microphone and say he has respect for Jeffries? I can guarantee that Jeffries doesn't respect McCarthy. In fact, he's criticizing him, telling him that, hey, you're caving into the MAGA extremists, which he's literally not, which is why they're trying to oust him, which I don't call MAGA Republicans. Literally, they just want to go back to making the government work again. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, Kevin McCarthy is completely sure of himself that no Republicans are going to, you know, side with Matt Gates. He's sure of himself. It's not going to happen. Right. He's like, that's, that's why McCarthy's being bold and saying, let's just go ahead and put it on the floor today. Let's not wait. It's really interesting. It's like this is the only time that you can get politicians like Kevin McCarthy trying to act like he's tough and he's strong. He said, let's put it on the floor for the vote today to vacate. Let's do it today. Why? he? How come he couldn't do everything else like that? You notice that, Shannon? He didn't do anything else like that. He should have done the impeachment inquiry like that of Joe Biden eight months ago, but he didn't do that. But for this right here, he's like, let's put it on there because he's like he's sure of himself that no Republicans other than Matt Gates is going to do the right thing. Listen to this gentleman, though. He says that he's friends with Matt Gates. He says he's real good friends. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I retract that. He's real good friends with Kevin McCarthy. He's really good friends with Kevin McCarthy. Hey everybody, Tim Burchett. Today will be a uh, vote on motion to vacate the chair, which is the speakership. And my thought process is like this. Kevin McCarthy's my friend and I hate to lose him as a friend, but I had a choice between that and my conscience and what my conscience tells me to do. My conscience tells me that we're $33 trillion in debt. We took off a whole month of August knowing that September was going to come around Does every year, the end of our uh, budgetary year, fiscal year, and 
there is no urgency. And then we just do a continued resolution. Kicking the can 45 days down the road, and then that will be right up against the Thanksgiving holiday, and then we'll we'll put in a uh, an omnibus, which is a big bill, more spending, more grease, more lobbyists, and more special interest. And uh, you hear that? I mean, so they they kick the can down the road, and then when it gets to that, it's going to be an ominous bill, right? Just so they can go ahead and give all the Democrats all the special interests, give them the funding that they're wanting right at Thanksgiving, where it's going to cause the country to go more in debt. What a gift. What a gift to receive from your government, especially for our children. What a gift. $33 trillion and counting. Who do you think is going to pay that back? And who do you think we have to pay back? Majority of that bill goes to who? China. And one day they're going to come and want to collect. Yeah. Think and actually about at this point, every budget that they create, we're paying someone back. It's not money that we have. In fact, we're taking in less with taxes and Social Security and everything than Biden administration is, send, is spending. That's it's, alarming. Yeah. The, they're, the, they are deliberately destroying our country, everybody. They're deliberately doing it. But you have at least this this uh, young man here actually saying, you know, I have Kevin McCarthy. He's a he's a good friend. But what he's doing here, he's he's actually causing more of a problem. He's not sticking to his word. The big boys will stay in power. And at some point, we just got to say enough is enough, folks. I hate losing Kevin as a friend, but I, I worry about losing our country in all sincerity. We are. Um, we are rapidly approaching that point. And, you know, yesterday, House floor, uh, we got here, we started late. We voted to name a, a post office. And that's our urgency right now. We're at 42 days. We haven't had a meeting on the budget or anything. We have a budget committee. Jody Arrington out of Texas has a budget. He's given, gave his little 10 minutes in conference and they gave him the golf clap and sent him on his way. And, Nobody in leadership is talking about a budget. We are going to face financial ruin right now. Um, and I'll leave you with one thing. When I talked to Kevin the last uh, last week, the last thing he said was, I really want to be speaker. And folks, it's got to be more than, than that. We've got to save our country. And that's, that's why I'm going to vote the way I am. Come hell or high water, I realize I'll catch on all sides. And it might cost me my job, but I do honestly and all sincerity think this country is worth He said it might cost him his job, Shannon, by voting. So based on what he just said. Let's talk about his voters might vote Based on what he just said, what do you think his vote is going to be? Oh, he's going to vote to... He's going to be there. He's going to vote to vacate. Correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. He's based on what he just said. So you have all it takes is right. If they don't, if they don't have all it takes is five Republicans. All it takes is five Republicans. McCarthy mentioned that all it takes is five Republicans to not support him. So let me bring you up to where we are right now. Just five. So right now, a vote of two hundred and eight. To 218 means the House will proceed with a motion to vacate. So 
Right now, they are on the floor and they are debating whether or not to keep McCarthy. Matt Gates introduced a measure known as a motion to vacate Monday. Like you said, McCarthy brought it to the floor. floor. 11 Republicans joined all Democrats in voting against killing that measure on Tuesday afternoon. Lawmakers are now expected to launch into an hour-long debate before voting on the actual motion to vocate, and that's what they're doing. I saw Jim Jordan up there. I saw several other people up there on the floor giving their little speech so we'll see what happens it's gonna happen less than an hour now yep and i just i saw someone left a comment um let's see if i can find it someone left a comment about jim jordan up there praising matt gates and you know what i had a feeling that that was what was gonna happen yeah up there praising matt gates it was uh herb lady jim jordan is an embarrassment he's standing on the floor praising praising mccarthy sorry Praise. I don't know why I keep saying the opposite, but praising McCarthy on their pray. You know what? Jim Jordan, he's like, I don't, I don't understand. Jim Jordan, he's you. You would think Jim Jordan sees what's going on. Why would he continue support the same people that's causing the country to collapse? Why would McCarthy all McCarthy had to do? Was be a strong speaker. Be a strong speaker and not bow down, cower down to these democrats. It's like the most easiest thing ever. Do the right thing. When they when they come at you and they put pressure on you, say, I'm not gonna cave into it. Just tell them I'm not gonna cave into it. Leave me alone. I'm not caving into your demonic ways. If you do not do what you have to do to protect the people in this country that elected us to be here to protect them, then get out of my face. If you're if you want, if you're for one second, you think we're going to send another nickel. To a complete corrupt government. Get out of my face. It's really that's all it is until we can get our house in order. We can't fund another one's house. Zelensky only shows up because he wants more money. That's the only reason why Zelensky comes here. I'm coming. I'm going to America to get a couple more billion dollars to put in his pocket to do whatever it is that they're doing. It should never be happening, but yet they're doing it, and it's absolutely disgusting. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. A voice spoke to me and said, "I've got something I want to show you." I was so sure God had talked to me. And I was stunned by what I saw. A direct fulfillment of this over 2,500 year old prophecy. The United States will stand with Israel. Why haven't I ever seen this before? One third of humanity will die. What do these beasts symbolize? The lion, the bear, The combined beast from Revelation 13 represents the end-time government of the Antichrist. Understanding the end time.
But let me tell you about Tactillion.com. Tactillion.com make these beautiful flags that you can put on your vehicle. And the reason why I'm talking about them is because they build homes for veterans from the proceeds that they get when they sell these flags on their website, tactilian.com. If you have a vehicle that has a location that's not magnetic, this one's magnetic, and you can see I put it on a sports vehicle, and it looks really good on there, and it goes on the other vehicles. Anywhere is a magnetic spot, you can put it on there, and it's not gonna fly off or fall off. If you don't have a magnetic location, you can get one like this that has an adhesive backing on it, and it won't go anywhere either. You can go through the car washing and it'll stay on there. I'm highly impressed. These are American made right here in the United States of America. With all of these woke companies right now, why wouldn't we look into this? Why wouldn't we support a company that supports America? At least I am. That's the reason why I'm promoting tactillion.com. I encourage you to get one now, get two now. Buy them for your loved ones, buy them for vests that you know. Buy from military personnel that you know. Go to tactillion.com forward slash wheel and get 15% off, 15%. These are awesome. And again, let me remind you, a portion of the sales go to help build homes for veterans. Isn't that what we are about? Do it now, tactillion.com forward slash wheel. You'll love it. It's a build my pillow 2.0. <laughs> and your promo code is Will or? Unite One. Unite One. Unite One. It could be Will too, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Unite One. Use that promo code. You buy one of the MyPillow 2.0s, you get a second one absolutely free. And they say, well, Mike, how could you improve on the best pillow ever? The technology that this has in it, I didn't have 20 years ago. It's a temperature regulated thread made here in the USA that I had made into the most amazing fabric ever. So you combine height, adjustable height, with temperature and you get the best sleep in history just got even better yes for the best night's sleep ever use promo code unite one at mypillow.com promo code unites one the mypillow 2.0 the giza sheets the slippers and also up to 80 percent off mypillow.com using promo code unite one back thank you so much for being here look i've never seen it like this there's so many comments right now that's happening here on frankspeech.com i want to thank you all so much for leaving the comments it lets me know that you're there so let's get let's get into the main thing tonight they're doing they're attempting to do a soft assassination against president trump and what do you mean by that will you know assassination where they what what they would really love to do you know, put a bullet in President Trump in his life. That is will be a physical assassination. You know, they wouldn't have any issues with it. They've killed presidents in the past. But a soft one is that they cripple him, destroy his name, take all of his money, his funding, make him homeless. That would that would just completely crush him. But it's not going to happen. The American people will rise at occasion. This is never this has never happened in our country before. Never. So now what they're doing is they're finding stuff out that they can try to get President Trump on from years and years and years ago. Even 2014, before 2014, which I'm pretty sure most of you have heard already, 80 percent of the information that they brought in this fraudulent case in New York was thrown out. Because the stupid D.A. there 
doesn't realize or understand the statute of limitation. And supposedly anyone who goes through any kind of legal training, become a lawyer, what have you, going to law school, they know that you have to look at statute of limitation for anything that you're doing because you won't have a valid case. I think this idiot in New York was hoping that the judge would just let it slide because everything that they're doing is completely corrupt in the first place. I'm surprised the judge threw it out. I really am. But you know, you had Garland go on 60 minutes right the day before the Sunday, the Sunday night before president Trump had to go to court. And he went on there trying to say that, look, we treat everyone the same in this country across the board, which we all know is not true. Democrats can go out and destroy stuff, burn stuff, kill people. And in New York, they will refund you your money. They will give you money if you got in, into any conflicts with police officers. And they're wondering why they're going broke in New York. Not just the illegal immigration, but what they did in the country. Well, listen to this. Jesse Waters breaks it down and he talks about Garland going on 60 Minutes the night before President Trump has to go to court in New York. Last night, the U.S. Attorney General told 60 Minutes that Washington doesn't care if you're rich or poor, friend or foe, black or white, Republican or Democrat, you get treated the same. We do not have one rule. or foes and another for friends. We don't have one rule for the powerful and another for the powerless, for the rich or for the poor based on ethnicity. We have only one rule and that one rule. So we follow the facts and the law. That might be the biggest lie a lawyer's ever told, but why did he tell it? It's because the country knows fairness is dead. Life's not fair, I know, but we used to strive for the appearance of fairness. But you don't have to appear fair in America when Trump's involved. Today, we witnessed a financial assassination attempt. And if this succeeds, you're next. Politicians have a message for you. Businessmen, don't you dare ever run for president again. If you do, you'll get the corporate death penalty. First, they come for your freedom, and then they come for your company. After embellishing his entire resume his whole life, Joe Biden and his Democrat attorneys are claiming Trump embellished the value of his real estate portfolio. The Biden portfolio is just a maze of shells to conceal Chinese bribes. Trump's portfolio actually has real value because he built things, unlike politicians who take things from builders and demand credit. Now, when you spend your career producing and doing things, you become a fat target for parasitic politicians who can only make money insider trading. Destroying wealth is what politicians do, and they're on a warpath against the Trump Organization. This morning, Trump was in court fighting for the survival of his real estate empire. So very simply put, it's a witch hunt. It's a disgrace. We have a corrupt attorney general in the state. You see how she does. This trial was railroaded and fast-tracked. This trial could have been brought years ago, but they waited till I was right in the middle of my campaign. The same with other trials and indictments. It's all run by DOJ, which is corrupt in Washington. New York Democrat Attorney General Letitia James, who campaigned on prosecuting Trump instead of crime, is accusing him of overvaluing his assets. She wants to strip him of his business license, and she wants him 
to pay her a quarter billion dollars in damages. And the case is overseen by a Democrat judge who donates to Democrats and smiles at the camera like a sociopath at a child's birthday party. Look at that. What was that? Yeah. What was that? It's like the most bizarre thing ever. And people were like, is this like a joke for them? It really is. They're like, yes, yes. And originally, like, the, no cameras in the courtroom, right? No cameras allowed. No pictures, no nothing. They have to do sketch art. But then he says, oh, yeah, go ahead and turn the cameras on recording. And he's just smiling. He's looking for the limelight. That's exactly what this is, the limelight. He's showboating, saying, I got Trump in my courtroom, and we're going to get him because he's saying that I want to be the judge that puts the nail in Trump. These people are evil. They're physically trying to cause a civil war. That's what, it's, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to cause a civil war in the country because American people can only take so much of this crap that these Democrats are doing. They can only take so much of it. Only so much. Well, here's the judge. This is the judge back in 2015. Listen to what he says here. And he's like, I know the camera's on and, you know, I'm going to say it anyways. He should be removed immediately. Now, I'm going to say something controversial. Even though I'm being taped, juries get it wrong a lot. That's my own opinion. I do only civil trials, personal injury cases, contract disputes. But I've had situations where like, oh my, my heaven's sake, how could they have thought that? Well, I have a, um, I have a tool that I can deal with that. It's called jury not mistake. Why do you, hold on, hold on. I can say there is no possible way that a reasonable jury would have reached that conclusion. And all right, am I following the law or am I making law? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm following the law. I'm I'm an impartial referee, but it's hard to factor out my own emotions. And I have tools. Somebody can say, "Well, you have to throw out this case because it's just like another case." Well, is it just like another case? What if the defendant was wearing a red sweater instead of a blue sweater? Oh, and, and by the way, I worked for the Columbia Daily Spectator for a couple of weeks. What happened was I went there every day and I wrote a few stories. One I got criticized on because I wrote that some uh, Ku Klux Klaners had murdered some people and, and I was told, you can't say that. How do we know? You weren't there. Well, that was what everybody thought. Listen, listen to this. Anyway, yeah, we should have absolute immunity. What if we defame somebody? What if we defame somebody? Like, like they're doing to the Trump right now. What if we defame somebody? Listen to this, because this is such a key point. The reason why he should be removed. Um, that's how it usually comes up. You know, you call somebody a murderer or a heroin addict, that sort of thing, a pedophile. Well, if it's done in court, yeah, I think we should have absolute immunity. If you do it in court, you should have immunity. So if you go in court and you lie right in the court system, being a judge and you go in there and you lie, you should get immunity. Nothing should happen to you. They want to they're defaming President Trump and they're saying that nothing should happen to you. 
Letitia was a Letitia James. She her whole cat campaign was I'm going to go after Trump. I'm going to sue Trump. We're going to make his life a living hell. That was her only sole purpose. It's like Satan sent her out of the pits of hell, put her in New York and say, go get Trump because Trump allowed God. Right. Because they removed God. But get, but Trump brought God back into the Oval Office. God was number one in the White House when Trump was in the White House. The Democrats removed God. Listen to Lachisa James as she's talking about going to get President Trump. I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. I believe that the president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses. Will you sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real pain. He's going to know my name personally. That man in the White House. Who can't go a day uh, uh, without threatening our fundamental rights. Yes, we need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. You mean need to find out where he's laundered money. There's no evidence that there was ever any money laundering, but she's saying we need to find out where he laundered money. Like she knows that he's done it, but she doesn't. She doesn't know anything about him other than that she's been programmed to hate him. We need to find out whether or not he's engaged in conspiracy. We need to find out whether or not if he engaged in conspiracy. Like, it's the same analogy that I've constantly said about this. They're acting as if President Trump murdered somebody. There's no missing person report. There's no no murder weapon. There's no no evidence of a murder took place. They just said that we just need to keep looking until we find a body, until we find somebody that is dead. There's no one dead, but we need to keep looking and we're going to put President Trump as he's guilty as if he's done that. This is the exact same thing. Important that everyone understand that the days of Donald Trump are coming to an end. Suing him, defending your rights and going home. So what rights does she need to defend that you don't have? The rights? What, what rights are those? Because President Trump didn't take anyone's rights away. Maybe he should have. Right? Maybe he should have. Because these Democrats, they're the ones taking away rights. And they said, well, you're taking rights away from about abortion, Will. You're taking abortion rights away. Really? What about the right of that child to live? And it's not, and then they go, well, my body, my choice, but it's not your body, your choice when it comes to the Kung flu. Right? Then you have to give up your body rights. These people are 100% evil through and through. Well, listen to President Trump as he talked about the 80% of the information that they're trying to get him on get tossed out. This was a good thing. President Trump, he's happy about this. And you can hear it in his voice, but all this rest of all the, what they're doing here is all for show. And again, president, you know what, you know what, Shannon, president Trump should just have his campaigns. Every time he goes there, tell everyone that I'm having my campaign rally at the courthouse. Oh my gosh. New York that's, will be turned upside down. That's what he should do. 
Every time they do this, say I'm having my campaign here. Well, his polls keep going up, and his polls so, keep going up. They say, you know what? And when he gets done, go campaign. out. They should go out and have a stage because they can have those stage come up. We have the flatbed on a flatbed truck and have the speakers and everything. Have it roll up. Soon as he gets done, he goes out and he gets on the stage. I bet you thousands of people will show well, up I every time. I think that's why he's doing his press conferences before and after. Yeah, yeah. So good for him. Yep. Well, I think that was very good. That last five minutes was outstanding because the judge essentially conceded that the statute of limitations that uh, we won at the Court of Appeals is in effect. Therefore, about 80% of the case is over. I was going to come out and say that, as you know, we're not entitled to a jury, which is pretty unusual in the United States of America. So. I think it's very unfair that I don't have a jury, but uh, the judge's last statement was very fair. And if I read it right, I'll let perhaps one of the lawyers speak to it. Ed Cliff, maybe you'll speak to it if you would. But uh, the way I interpret that and the way everyone else in the room seems to interpret that is that the statute of limitations uh, is a very real thing in this country. And that would be about 80% of this case would be over. Could somebody speak to that, please? Based on the judge's comments at the end of the year and then in the trial, it would appear that he is agreeing that all the transactions that closed prior to 2014 are now out of the case. Which is about 80% of the case. And it's also uh, something that we won on appeal, but was not accepted by this court, but now seems to be accepted by this court. Uh, as far as the jury is concerned, uh, it's much different now. I must tell you that it was 20 minutes ago. But we were going to come out and complain that, you know, in this country you're entitled to a jury. But we very much appreciate the judge's decision today, or his statement today, on statute of limitations, which is a very big thing. It's a limited time period. And we did nothing wrong. And if you look at the statements, they show that even in 2011, I guess the number is $258 million in cash, a uh, very strong company. I don't believe we really, maybe I wouldn't do a couple of deals or something, but I wouldn't have even needed to go to banks. Banks loved our business, they loved our deals, they weren't defrauded, they lost no money, they made money, they had the finest attorneys that there are. Frankly, their attorneys were better than my attorneys. And uh, they made a lot of money, and they considered to be a very good client. They paid them back on time, on schedule. There was no default. They never even sent me a default letter. Not one, for years, never got a default letter. Not one time did he receive a default letter. Not one time. So what is this all about? Now, imagine if there was 70 plus SARS reports. And you know what those are. Suspicious activity reports. SARS reports, meaning that there's transactions happening at the banks that the banks end up reporting. They actually reported 70 plus on Joe Biden and the Biden crime family, right? Hunter Biden involved in it, but they're not concerned about those bank statements. Here it is. President Trump did what he was supposed to do. He got a loan and he paid it back. Got a loan and he paid it back. The banks made money from the taking the loans because President Trump took loans from them. They were happy President Trump was taking loans because they knew that he was going to pay the loans back. 
which he did. So this right here, again, this is straight up election interference. They're trying to do everything they can to prevent President Trump from showing up. Everything that they can. Listen to that. Listen to them on the five as to talk about this because things need to change because the judicial system has been weaponized against American people, just like the FBI, the DOJ. They're weaponizing everything against the American people on this. Well, first of all, this is a case where the attorney general who swore that her sole purpose in running for the state's chief law enforcement officer would be to bring down Donald Trump, a person she didn't know, but someone that she hated. All right. So she goes in this morning full bore and notice tonight she didn't say a word to the press. And I'll tell you why. She's so incompetent. She couldn't figure out the statute of limitations. She's so incompetent and so full of rage and hate and anger that she included 80 percent of her crime that she considers a crime, although it's a civil case, as occurring before 2014, which is barred by the statute of limitations. Any first year law student will tell you this. And she had a judge who's in in uh, complicit with her. And let me just give you some of the courtroom, like the 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 the, the context of this. Mm-hmm. No cameras allowed in the courtroom. All of a sudden, there are cameras in the courtroom with Letitia James looking down at Donald Trump, staring him down with the judge smiling. You know why? Because the judge allowed it. Because this is a game. This is election interference. This is the worst kind of hate I have seen acted out in a civil courtroom. You know what? That's so true. It's the worst kind of hate. The worst kind. Because they're doing it, knowing what they're doing is completely wrong, and they don't care. They know it's wrong, and they're still doing it. Not even hiding the fact that they're doing it. Now, the simple, and I'll give you one example, the simple claiming that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million only is belied by the fact that a five-bedroom home on the ocean, on South Ocean Boulevard, just sold for $53 million. Now, this five-bedroom home is 7,000 square feet. Mar-a-Lago is 62,700 square feet, okay, and it's on the same street. That's incredible how they will do whatever they want. And by the way, they're going to spend three months to keep them off the campaign trail because what they're trying to do is squeeze all the banks who not only didn't lose a penny, but who made $100 billion over a decade. Yeah, so they're going after the banks too, right? They're probably going to want to go after the banks to get the banks. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous what's happening. It's 100% ridiculous, and it should not be happening. Why is it happening? Because they don't want President Trump to run. They don't want President Trump to go back in the White House. They don't want President Trump to fix all of the corrupt things that they've been doing. They don't want President Trump to give the country back to you. That's their main thing. They want to stay in this one world order, and they don't want you to own your own country. They want to be able to tell you how to live. They want to tell you how to live. That's what they want to tell you. How ridiculous is that? You can't even make it up, everybody. You can't even make it up. It's unbelievable. Okay, everybody, that is it for me. 
Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson coming up next. Make sure y'all stick around for that phenomenal show. We'll be on fire. What a crazy time that we live in. Such an amazing time that we live in. Things are getting hectic. We just talked about it. In 1942, master lithographer Theodore Oman created his authentic restoration of the Declaration of Independence. In essence, he recreated the Declaration as to how it looked when it was signed. In 1953, he created an astonishing replica of the U.S. Constitution. Together, they are regarded as the most beautiful replicas of our nation's founding documents ever created. Now, you can own lithographic reprints of these masterpieces. There's no better way to show your patriotic spirit than to hang a set of Omen prints in a place for all to see. Don't hesitate. The time is now to reinforce the significance of the very documents that define America and set us apart from every other country in the world. Now available at mystore.com. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPill that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. You ever ask yourself where I can find Will Johnson? Well, look no further. You can find him at www.uaf.media. By going to www.uaf.media, you can connect with Will Johnson on Truth Social, Social, Rumble, Rumble, Getter, Getter, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, YouTube, and much, much much more. more. Do it today and even bookmark it for the future. This is the spot for you to find Will Johnson everywhere. Simply go to www.uaf.media. With the talk of nuclear fallout amongst different countries, one thing that is not discussed is a possible EMP attack. What is that you ask? With an EMP, they can destroy cities without a single tactical nuke, which causes massive destruction. But there is a solution. With EMP Shield, you can protect yourself and your family from a possible EMP attack. To do so, simply go to EMPShield.com to find out more information. There are three goals when it comes to EMP protection. One, improve risk awareness of electromagnetic threats and hazards. Two, enhance capability to protect critical infrastructure. Three, promote effective electromagnetic instance response and recovery efforts. The United States is prepared for extreme magnetic instances, but where does that leave you? Do not depend on the government to save you. Use promo code UAFSHIELD and take advantage of this great deal and protect yourself and your family today at EMPSHIELD.com. 